Growing up, one of my biggest idols was James Bond, Mr. 007. But in Chelsea, they were saying that my boy Mudrick was going to be 007. But the way it's looking, we just picked up another W, 3-0. So that 007, hands down, goes to Jaden Sancho now. But the way it's looking, you know, like I said, we just got our third win. Kai got a goal, Ben got a goal, and Kovacic got a goal. And to me, the most beautiful goal is going to have to be that Kai goal because the way Enzo, he scanned the field mm. on that pass, he scanned the field. And he was like, nah, I can't go through. I'm going to go over. Nice little lob. And Kai's the type of person, he loves lobs over the top. I don't know why, but he loves them. Nice little ding touch, golasso. You know, it's looking good for us. We're still, we're still at the bottom, you know. <laughs> but I'll say one thing is that our link-up play is looking a lot better with Modric in the play. He's creative, but, again, we still have those little issues of other players not knowing when to go and when to hold back when he's trying to attack. So, But it looked better. It looked better over the weekend. So hopefully they could progress on that. And we've been getting a lot of our key players back, like Kovacic and Ben Chilwell coming back. I've definitely played a key role. So, yeah, man, it, it feels good. It feels good to get some win again, man. He's mm. three goals. Hashtag Potter in, right? Hashtag Potter still out. You guys didn't know this is champagne soccer. Claytis is so geeked up with this three K win streak. He didn't know where he's at. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay, Claytis. Thanks for asking. Yeah, man, we're doing nah, nah, nah. I gotta let it out first. I gotta let it out first. Before you continue, Clay, and direct the show, I just had to look up Sancho's stats. My man went on punishment and still has four goals in the league. In uh, you know, twelve appearances, you know, come on, man. So hey, who is the real 007? We have to investigate. Hey, man, it was looking like Sancho, man. But <laughs> yes. I'm glad I'm glad I got everybody on the mic now. Everybody wants to chime in. So again, welcome to Champagne Soccer. We got my man Dan on the mic. We got Marcus Ephraim, and our boy Anthony gonna pull up on the sneak soon enough. Yeah, the prophet. He's here. Uh, I'm here. Uh, yes, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. It literally happened. I was at Anthony's house. I was leaving. He says, Holland's going to score a hat trick. And I say, hey, man, he's going to score it. And I'm going to be mad. I didn't bet. He puts it in our group chat. And then this brother scores five. And I'm mad. I didn't bet. He told me to do it. Hey. I also said it would be a perfect hat trick. I don't know if he got that, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I didn't see that. Maybe hey, I don't know. Hey, hey, but five, five goals is almost a perfect hat trick. So you might as well still Salute. count me as something, man. Hey, for all y'all betters out there, I don't, I don't partake. But hey, you may want to check in next time. You know, yeah, an extra Thomas. Hey man, nah, I'm throwing up the hands, man. It's God, man. It's, it's just inspiration, man. You know, Dancer Domus is you, man. I may I mean, be, I may be a pupil of you. Claytis wants to have a juju, uh, a juju, um, I guess. I need, test on me. I need that tomorrow. <laughs> we need that source. Oh man. But, but since we're on that topic, man, let's go ahead and flow into it. How do you feel about the Highland Freak Show today, man? It was awesome, man. It was beautiful, amazing to watch. Uh, I think the team is finally setting into 
the the three two four one um because that's what we came out in it's a uh i'm sorry i gotta hint at my man Cancelo because that's still my guy and I know Cletus you gonna go into what he did over at Bayern but he had a golden assist and now we got John Stones playing the double pivot that's crazy to me but okay we cool Holland got his five that's awesome I hope this momentum carries on I wonder who will draw next in the Champions League uh, Marcus made a joke that actually did spook me before we got on here. If Liverpool makes their comeback and beats Real Madrid and we draw Liverpool, that'd be scary. If I see Real Madrid too oh. soon, that'd be scary. I don't want to see Bayern. What the team that's looking nice? I want to see Inter. I need some. I need some money from the Sheiks to go over to UEFA so we can get that uh that Inter matchup so we can get them out the way and uh we move on. Cletus, we move on. So, so with that being said, you know, with the comment that Pat made uh, the last couple of days about De Bruyne, do you feel like that goal was more of a fuck you, Pat, for dropping me and, you know, again, make those comments about me or <clears throat> think that Pat yeah. has, has a reason behind those comments? Yeah, it was it was mutual uh, inspiration. So Pep said that they're both robots. I believe uh, De Bruyne probably will stay at City as long as Pep's there because he likes the robotness of Pep um, and from just different interviews and just stuff I've seen from De Bruyne's career, that's, that's just who he is. So I think Pep motivated him through his words. And then he gave him time today to stay on the field, to fulfill all that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't take him off. He could have took him off, but he didn't. So even when they were, were up, so and he in the morning got that goal in the last minute of extra time, which was vicious. It was it was, was a vicious was goal. That one was beautiful. So it was like, yeah, man, I'm a baller out here. You know who I am. You know my name. He said, I'm an old man in this game. I'm not old. That's hard. Like this shit was tight. I don't know if y'all heard that. He said that in the interview over the week. Um, so that's that's come on, man. The Bruin is here, man. And and just something that uh Dan has said in our group chat. Uh, Dan, you want to elaborate on that? Because I found that kind of interesting, that uh, that statement that you made about, like, comparing players to the World Cup and those that, have, like, are back now playing on City, getting their, you know, playtime being limited and stuff like that. For sure. As you guys know out there, there was a time when the World Cup ended. I put a big stock in players' legacies and what they did at the World Cup in their careers. Then eventually I weaned off the high of the World Cup and I said, hey, sure, it does matter, but I shouldn't rate it as highly as some other people do because it is just one tournament every four years. So it's harder to really gauge the form of a player in a six, seven week tournament. Now, Pep watched the World Cup like all of us did and he watched his players closely. Kevin De Bruyne didn't well with Bel didn't do well with Belgium. He comes back, he's benched. We see Akanji played well. He doesn't sit down. We saw while Bruno was on the flanks, Bernardo was in the midfield for Portugal doing that dirty work. He's still doing the dirty work. We saw Cancelo get benched in the World Cup. He goes on loan to Bayern. So it's very interesting. Even Holland. He didn't play in the World Cup, 
So they switched to this three, two, four, one. And you, as you guys know, I was feeling it. I oh, like the hold on, Dan. Go ahead. Did uh, he bench Rodri? Because he was kind of balling for that limited time he was playing center back. Yeah, he didn't bench Rodri. And I think he liked Rodri at the back three because, you know, Pep and Lucho, excuse me, Luis Enrique used to be teammates, so they talk a lot. They're cool. He probably was talking to him about like, oh, I, I like how you got Rodri in that back two, back three. I might do something like that because I'm about to do a freaky formation. This three, two, four, one. And as we saw, guys, this formation wasn't getting the best out of Holland until no, today. No, sir. Anthony, you mentioned it. John Stones in a double pivot is wicked, but it worked. And we talked about this before the match about will De Bruyne start? Will he not? Anthony was adamant that he should start. He did. He played very well. The game was controlled. In the last match when it was 1-1, Pep mentioned how, hey, if we need to chase the game, I'll start six strikers. And he still stayed with the front five, but the runs Rodri was making, Akanji was making, Aki sometimes, it almost was a front six. And man, they overwhelmed <laughs> Leipzig. It was amazing to see. But I want I want to know what you guys think about this formation and the evolution. Uh, Anthony, how did you feel that the formation helped Highland today when other times it looked like it was holding him back. I'll say this today was the first time that the formation looked like it, it stuck with the team. Like the way we were passing, we, it, it looked like city of last year, the year before in the four, three, three, four, two, three, one, just how we were used to it. it. We were in the right spots. Players were rotating. The ball was passing in between defenders we had our triangles going on and then the attack boom we on the wings we we we, we out um it was a beautiful thing to see i was actually uh, <laughs> loving it and john stones was holding it together like he actually we've seen him play right back before and that's why he's he's more active he's an active i guess right back center back double pivot whatever pep's turning him into that he was able to even get back on defense. That's I guess that's what was needed in that position. Cancelo wasn't going to provide defense. He was going to provide creativity. But stability will come from somebody like Rico Lewis or John Stones. Kyle Walker, you showed your dick. I'm sorry. You're still on punishment. But right now, you know what I'm boy. saying? Hey, hey, that, yeah, nasty boy. That's, that, that's, what's ha that's what happened. But John Stones. Oh, he's, money. he's getting all that money. Moving like Ja. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was, I got something about that, too. But anyway, um, so Stones helped out solidarity in the double pivot that allowed the attack to flow, uh, I guess, more fluently. De Bruyne, uh, Graylish. Graylish is a – I've been telling Dan – I used to have hate for him, hundred million dollar waste, but he's actually nice, in in the the way of how he maintains possession, spreads the ball out wide, and he's um becoming fast, more confident with his decision making. I think that's just becoming more um comfortable with his uh role on the team. And that's nice. Um, Bowden was was good out there. He was kind of he was kind of invisible. Was he out there? Was that Bernardo? 
Yeah, it was Bernardo. Out there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was Bernardo. Bernardo, Bernardo did his thing, but he was kind of invisible. Whoever's on the right was invisible until Marius yeah. came out there. Real talk. But but um, so De Bruyne and Holland really was still on the show. Uh Gundogan did his thing. Um it was just it, I love the formation, Dan. I love I think I, I do want to say, yo, Arsenal, watch your back. Real talk. We bringing this joint in the league. Let y'all let y'all drop some points. We about to we about to run on a what is it eleven match run, yeah to to, to finish it up. I relax, think. relax. That, we don't need that no more. On the juju right now, is that you? Yeah, so yeah. Y'all place it now. Place it now. All right, all right. We gonna we gonna run an experiment on that. <laughs> this is on record, by the way. Yeah. You know, since since everybody wants to address the ops, and you know, since you know this is champagne soccer, we all got our ops. It's only right that we talk about one of the biggest ops in football, aka Barcelona, <laughs> and and their scandal. Mm-hmm. And it's a very very hot scandal. So let me just give you guys a quick breakdown here. So it looks like Barca has been alleged to make two payments to a company that Enrique Nagara had owned between the time of 1993 to 2018, when he was the vice president of the CTA. I and told you went back to the 90s, my G. I saw it. And the CTA is pretty much the board of administration for like the referees in Spain. And a little piece of information is that now they're also able to connect those two companies to invoices that have been made from Barcelona. And at the moment, we haven't heard any press conference release from Barcelona. So again, is raising the red flags. What's going on here? And I've done my investigation, and it's not it's not looking good. The Man City investigation is going to get swept aside very fast, according to, to what I'm reading. Because the way Barca has been moving, Dan, I don't know how you feel about it, Marcus. You know, everybody's gotten their revenge recently, but how do you guys feel about this allegation going around? Hey, it's a Netflix documentary. Uh, this shit reminded me of. <laughs> it's beautiful. Hey, they sounding just like who it was Juve, right? They <laughs> yeah. sounding just like the homie at Juve, bro. You paying the association, like the referee association type deal. You thought that was like gonna hide the money. It, 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 it might be a wrap for them boys, man. What <laughs> what's the what's the death penalty in soccer? Do they got that then? What's up, man? <laughs> so my nah, we haven't seen it yet. Uh that's a good question because we've saw, if you guys are aware, in college football, Southern Methodist University in the 80s, they got the death penalty. What was it, Marcus? Weren't, weren't they like banned for like two, three postseasons, something they, crazy? I think they were done for like three years. Yeah, and then they took away scholarships and they've never been able to recover. Over 30 years later, they're still low, even though they're in Dallas, Texas, fertile ground for football they still not back so I don't know what that would be in soccer because we saw Juve get relegated and then win Serie B and come back up and then dominate Serie A so I don't know what you can do to make them go away Ephraim man how you feel about this man what is looking like at Barcelona you know something you wouldn't wish upon United so how do you feel about this well, I mean, look, if it's true, which it looks like there's a lot of stuff that's against them right now, a lot of, uh, 
you know, the Spanish, they, they move different over there, but they don't play around when they get you, they get you. So um, I'm hearing talks of relegation. I'm hearing, you know, I don't know if they talking about stripping championships or not in front. They probably are. If that's the case. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Hey, if it's true, then they, they deserve what they get. Cause uh, you know, we all, we've all talked about it in chats and stuff. We, we know there's corruption in, in all sports, regardless of whether it's world football or, NFL football or whatever we know that but hey I'm all I'm all the ilk where hey, if it's true if you if it's allegations against you and they find evidence then yeah you you deserve to whatever comes your way so uh yeah if if uh if they get if they get uh <laughs> they get charged yeah I'm sorry hey, I'm not sorry. gonna get charged you from the statute of limitations have passed it looks yeah. like it is true but the statute of limitations is over so they can't get punished. So it's like, yeah, we know you cheated, but we found out too late. So you guys are saved. So they can't have the same situation they're trying with Man City, saying like, hey, we a different court. We don't it don't matter nothing about the time frame. Uh nah, because uh, you know, the situation with Barca was with La Liga, with the Spanish refs domestically, while the incident with Man City. The statues of limitation, or there was no double je double jeopardy opportunity for UEFA to charge him, so the PL has to charge him because there's no statues of limitations in that investigation. So that's what it looks like. So Barca, they're just gonna look be looked at as guys that cheated, but we can't take away nothing because we found out too late. Or really, we could do something, but it's Barcelona. They're the second biggest brand in our country when it comes to athletics we don't want to tarnish them so we're well, gonna say the statute of limitations is over well dan i'm reading on the ap that yeah there are some statute of limitations with certain things but there there could be some what i'm reading here is this is what the ap says they said sports sanctions against barcelona barcelona were not considered initially because of the statute of limitations on the possible ir irregularities had expired but if the club is eventually convicted, it could possibly lead to a ban from competitions. So there is something that could happen to them, uh, even though there were some statute of limitations, uh, I guess, for some other charges. But um, so so look, regardless, look, if, if something does happen to them, then they deserve it. But if there is, you know, if 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 uh, there is a statute of limitations, then. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're going to be looking at some of these players a little funny, I guess. Some of these uh, championships and some of these, um, you know, Champions League finals and and that's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of hope they get charged if, if that's the case. You know, I, it stinks to say that, but if you if you cheat and get caught, then yeah, I ain't, I ain't got no uh, I ain't got no sympathy for you. So does you know? that tarnish the legacy of the players that came through? See, yeah. I want to make I want to make a statement on that because I read earlier someone was saying that the actions of the few shouldn't degrade, you know, the legacy of so many. And as much as I would want some of those trophies to be taken away from certain individuals and you know from Barcelona as a team altogether, I still feel like the club should receive only like a certain amount of bans or fines. But as it relates to like trophies and stuff like that. I don't really see the full context of that happening. Yeah, when it comes with that, I feel like, sure, 
it's going to be some people that look like it tarnished the player's legacy. But like I brought up a couple days ago, look at Tom Brady. He retired again. No one brought up Deflate Gate, Bounty Gate, Spy Gate. <laughs> He's been a part of how many controversies with Bill Belichick? No one says that, hey, man, Tom Brady isn't the best because his teams have been caught up with cheating scandals. We just look straight. No one brings up the Lakers, uh, you know, getting help from the referees to beat the Kings in the 2001 Western Conference Finals, even though the referee Donahue came out and was went to jail, was probed by the feds for illegal actions with gambling and throwing games. So, I mean, this stuff happens. It's sports. A lot of this shit is more like the WWE than we like to think. And if you guys are hip to sports betting out there, y'all know that WWE saw that? is trying to get gambling. Very soon. Even though, wow. Even though it's a scripted soon. sport. And they probably yeah. like, hey, man, all these sports are cooking results. No, we, you saw we this let y'all know. We let y'all know we cook it. So, hey, I, that's how, how I look at it. Like, sure, did the referees help them get results? Yeah, but they help a lot of big clubs get results. Barca were just dumb enough to always have the have it on paperwork, silly guys. Money trail. Money trail always leads back. Follow the money. Hey, one thing always. though. You saw the stipulation that shit talking about they're not gonna tell the dudes 15 minutes before the uh, oh, match. That is crazy. But you know, <laughs> man, he's gonna do whatever he gotta do for the bread. Sick. But I would yeah. say this, yeah, if it, I would say you take the trophies away, you can't take away them videos, them moments. Um, at the end of the day, them dudes gonna die and they gonna still feel that they won those those trophies. So that shit is just cosmetic at the end of the day. Um, but like how you said, it, if if they if they got caught up in the wrong, at least it should get put out the all the facts. Like, hey, y'all did wrong. We might can't charge you, but hey. This this looked bad for the Barcelona brand, at least. That's very that's very true. That's very true. And, you know, this is something that's going to be ongoing for quite a while. Hopefully, like you said, Marcus, we get the full rundown of what happened, how much money was paid for which games, because I know a lot of Madrid fans out there are sick about a lot of matches. But moving on from those cheaters, let's go ahead and congratulate, you know, some young guys who actually deserve some of these trophies that they've won over the past couple <laughs> of days. Uh, Dan, go ahead, and, man. Go ahead, go ahead and enjoy this, man. Come on. A trophy? I don't. Arsenal won yeah, a, a trophy, Ar- but you know, a, a little shining, a little, a little shining moment. You a know, plaque. Like, they won plaques, bro. It's well deserved. You know, they're not cheating for these awards. <laughs> oh so, yeah, the London I Football think, Awards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot. London Football Awards. You know. Yeah. So see. We got some London All Stars. We got Saka winning. We got Odegaard picking up another one. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How is Saka still qualifying for Young Player of the Year? How how old can you be? He's he's twenty one, man. He just turned twenty one. That's that's the finesse with that one. Okay. And when my is- dad sees Saka, he asks me if is if the brothers in high school. That lets you know he's still Young Player of the Year candidate, man. That's how you gotta know it. If if uh, OG thinks. This young man should be getting milk from a carton. Let him slide, my G. But yeah, you're right, Claytis. London Football Awards. It's it's March, but they acting like the season's over. These awards always annoy me. 
But hey, we won it this year. Like Claytis said, we dominated. Arteta won coach of the year. Saka won young player of the year. Odegaard won player of the year. Ramsdale, I think, won goalie of the year. Uh, Beth Mead, Arsenal legend, shorty. She represented the England national team and picked up the award. So it looked like Arsenal was out there. And shout out to AFTV. Robbie, you know, he was out there interviewing OGs. Saka gave him a funny face. <laughs> it was funny. He was like, all right, you're all right. You're all right. You know, Robbie, he tried to talk to the youth, but they looking straight because they know how hot they are. But it's funny. One brother. He kept moving. Saka kept yeah, moving. Yeah, he kept looking. And then Odegaard saluted him, but he kept moving too. But one guy, it's funny. Y'all know Cecil on AFTV, the young brother with the oh, curly man. hair, the got a little taper on the sides. He's yeah. plugged in with the board because Edu walked up on him and started hugging him. And I've seen the homie Cecil be in LA, like he was at a board meeting with Edu, the Cronkies. I was like, hey, man, what is this? Why is AFTV got a nigga at the board meeting? So, Enter? Yeah, I don't know what Cecil's doing, but he's plugged in, but... Hey, man, congrats to all the award winners, but the job isn't done. Like Kobe said, we got two more months in the season. Anthony's motivated. He was saying he's not caring about the Premier League title. Now I'm sure the team, just like Pep, he's been saying, hey, we're going to be in the race. We're going to fight. So I hope these guys keep focused. They stay locked in because we got two more months in the season um arsenal if you guys saw the europa league because i didn't you know i don't watch that nonsense we were up 2-0 and then lost or sorry ended up being a 2-2 draw with sport in lisbon so we're you know we're about to have a second draw personally i don't mind dropping out of europe just so we can focus on the pl because that's how much i want this trophy and i know how hard it's gonna be because we're going against monsters and a striker on the form of his life. So I want all our eggs in the PL basket. I don't give a damn about Europa League, but we'll see. I mean, we had a great result against Fulham. Troussard hat trick of assists in the first half. Hasn't been done in the PL, I think, in you know, recent memory. So it was amazing. Gabriel Jesus is back, still huffing chances. Anthony, <laughs> you already know what we talk about. Gabriel Jesus, Mr. Spin Master's back. I don't know. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anthony, did you see Spinneroonies miss? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I gotta check out that highlight. Just know, Anthony, you're gonna be like, oh, look, I like the movement. And then you're gonna be like, all right, all right, hey man. I saw that. I've seen that in one of my leagues before. Yeah, he was out there looking like a, a prime uh college number two. You know, power forward <laughs> out there, spin move at the box, and then no finish. Yeah, uh, I, uh, man, I've seen it before. I mean, with Dan, where you kind of left off, I want to pick up on. So, you know, Anthony, how do you feel about City's focus? Do you guys feel like it's going to be in the league or is it going to be in Europe? Because it seems like Arsenal is willing to drop out of Europe and focus on the league. Do you think Pep is still, you know, kind of like strictly – you know, Europe, 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 or now is he kind of open to the idea of like, you know, going for both? I mean, sorry, before Anthony goes, I'll just say that's what I want, but it seems like Arteta wants to push for Europa League because he started seven starters in the last match. It wasn't that much rotation, so looks like he wants it, but 
Go ahead, Anthony. My bad. We're going for both. Possibly all three. For real. FA Cup is the one that we'll probably just put. The... <laughs> I'm not, not really see, hold on. Here's your answer. If you ever see Cole Palmer in the lineup, that's the, the trophy that we're tanking. <laughs> just know that. All right. So that being said, I think we have enough players in our bench to rotate and go after the Premier League full force. It's Arsenal just got to keep up. Like Dan said, they don't have they don't have the capacity to go for Europe and Premier League. We can we can put Gundogan, Rodri, Bernardo in our midfield, have the Bruyne sit if that's the case until Champions League. But we won't. You know what I'm saying? Like we we can we have various lineups that can survive in the Premier League. That won't seem like we're giving up on it, and we could still have our 11-game win streak. Um, I think now, Cletus, we have our eyes on on silverware. You know, it's, it's, it's we're getting it all. So, understandable. Understandable. I mean, you know, you've seen a lot of trophies at Man City. You celebrate a lot of league titles, FA Cubs, Carabao. You know, blase, blase, at City. But this looks like your first season in the Bundesliga, lifting your first title. How you feel about that, man? Ooh. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Me and Sam Hollywood. Yeah. You're down in Germany. You're in München. You know, like Dan said, FC Hollywood. Especially this weekend, I want to say it was a defender show out for sure. Like, all the defenders showed up. But how do you feel about the Cancelo goal starting off with that one? Man, it's great, man. Uh I honestly just heard about it. Dan came over and was like, yo, man, Casello did it. <laughs> we was about to watch the City match. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he scored had an assist. I was like, man, that's insane. Um, I like his aggressiveness. I like who uh, who he expresses himself to be on the pitch, not what we see outside off the pitch when he's not playing. So, man, hey, I hope he gets to hoist up the, the Bundesliga trophy, you know what I'm saying, over at FC Hollywood, man. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the red, blue, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of white. Nah, he definitely had a good game this weekend for sure. And then, like I said, the rest of the defenders showed up. Alfonso Davis got a goal, and Benjamin Pavar had a double. And the way it was looking previously, it looked like he was going to leave the club. But within the past couple of months, I don't know what there's been the Cancelo coming in or um, what's his name from from IX coming in, but Pavard has definitely stepped up and he's looking like he's he's going to be signing an extension. Hopefully he does. I hope he doesn't leave, but it was a good week over at Byron, man. And it's like one of those weeks where you feel like they might, you know, do the treble again. So how do you guys feel about that? You guys saw how they played against PSG, you know, brushed those guys aside. Marcus, how you feel about that? You know, it's not... It's not going to be that hard for them to kind of hold on to the Bundesliga title, in my opinion. But like I said, for the treble, I feel like they're a contender. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how easy that league is because Dortmund ain't got nothing else to go for. No. Yeah, I'm, I mean. I, mean. <laughs> I feel like Bayern is kind of waking up right now. Union had a nice little run. Berlin is like. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks. We can't get goals. Leipzig, Leipzig, they're they're on and off, you know. Y'all saved Dortmund, right? Dortmund, you know. Y'all saw them lose, drop points to Schalke in the Derby. Lost. Schalke's the the lowest team right now, I think. 
Hey, they 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 got up for that game. I give them that, man. But I, to answer your question on Bayern, if if they can, well, I think that their health is helping them. You got Mane back. You it looked like you got Sane, like focus. Um, what is that? The only thing I need to see now is Gnabry back on the pitch. Shit, but um, much respect though to uh Pavard, man. He he actually gonna probably be my goal of the week with his uh karate kick. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. That was um, if I go first, it's mine. I'm just letting you know because I already I already claimed it. But real quick, hey, look, I, I'm not gonna be qu- too quick to 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 crown Bayern uh champions yet. They're only two points oh, ahead. Lord. And everybody, whoa, 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 everybody's level on uh, matches, so it's not like they get they got a game in hand or anything like that either. But one thing I will say is, and I think we've mentioned this before in the, in the podcast or two before. Is that if they would have converted a few of these draws, these seven draws they got into into wins, they'd be running away with it, and I could be easily be saying, "Yep, y- y'all got it, yeah, um, yeah, Byron got it for this one." But uh, yeah, they 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 may be likely to draw again a couple matches, so I would say let's hold on, let's wait and see. <laughs> one thing I give them is the goal differential is ridiculous. I mean, forty six. That doesn't make any damn sense. Hey, but, man. Uh, Hey, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something, man. Y'all don't know how how diverse I am with the wordplay, man. Bayern had den besten Angriff der Welt, man. I speak German, man. That means Bayern has the best attack in the world. You, what can you do? They have Sane, they have Musiala, they have Coleman, they have Mane, they have Muller. Now you got Pavard getting a brace. You got Davies scoring. You got Cancelo scoring. Yeah, Nagelsmann has moved to this three, four, one, two, or sometimes three, four, two, one, depending on how he looks at the attackers. And this has given the wingbacks freedom. Uh, Pavard and uh, set pieces is a danger. And I think these brothers are the favorites to win the Champions League because we talk about depth. We talk about tactical versatility. They have it all, and they have experience of playing against Holland and neutralizing him. Of course, it's a different beast because now he's with City. But I think Bayern is a big threat to win the Champions League right now. Hey, I, and that's, one thing I, I just watched Cancelo's goal. I gotta say it, my man's a don in the back, man. What the heck is going on? He chopped left, brought, put it back on his right, and scored. Hey, Dan, you're absolutely correct. I can see it right now. I saw a tweet about this. Cancelo, uh, Travella crossed to Sane in the 93rd minute of the Champions League final to beat City. It really could happen, hey, man. man. <laughs> well, first of all, City got to get there first. But let's hey, look. But all right. Yeah, all right. But look, Bayern, I, I will agree with you on this, Dan. I think Bayern is like the favorite to win the Champions League for sure. They do look the most dangerous and – uh, the most stout uh, when it comes to to playing against in matches in the Champions League so far. So I will agree with that for sure. And and also maybe that I want them to win because I don't want City to win, obviously. So <laughs> The screams from the Thursday crowd. It's crazy. Hey, I got more German for you, man. Bayern East die Hamad der Boss. That means they're the home of bosses. <laughs> Just know. I mean, I feel like Bayern is going to probably win the treble. But in the Champions League, we got some other teams that made it through today, like Inter, City progressing. Honestly, the the City game was more interesting to watch than the Inter game. It was a snooze fest, 0-0. Zero, zero. 
I think internally went through because of Lukaku's goal from the first game. But besides that, did anybody uh, like catch the highlight from that? Because the only thing I saw was the last three, four minutes where Porto was trying to get a goal, but, you know, they was just unlucky. Well, we can make this real quick. It was a lot of running, a lot of shooting at people's chests, a lot of goalkeepers getting their stats up. Um, I don't know why Lukaku didn't start. They didn't really – nobody looked at dangerous. Um, what's the old homie from Man City, Desco? Deco? Jacko, Jacko, yeah. You need to re- you need to retire. Jacko. You're extremely washed. He's collecting checks, bro. He started. <laughs> bro, I I was trying to watch the game at work, and I was in the damn computer lab in the server room going to sleep. Yeah, I was watching on the dual uh the dual screen on uh Paramount Plus. Yeah, it, I wasn't really looking over there that much. I do, all I know for stat wise is that Porto had most of the possession. That's all I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a snooze fest, like y'all said. That's that's very ugly. But the only positive that comes out of that is this is the first time in seventeen years that the both Milan teams have qualified for the quarterfinals in the Champions League. Hooray! So, you know, it's it's an ugly stat, but again, like people have been saying. It's really good to see Italian teams making a comeback into the Champions League. And just moving on from that, like tomorrow we have a we have Napoli and Frankfurt, and we all feel like Napoli is going to advance. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they do. They're already ahead 2-0. But how do you guys feel about that tomorrow? Moani, unless he has a master class with Gutsa, it's <laughs> I mean, yeah, Napoli been rolling all year. I mean, so I'm not – I don't think anything's going to have to change that. And they're playing at home too, so – yeah, I think I think they'd be fine. Yep, and honestly, right now Napoli's in form. They're what they've won four out of five games. They've lost one, and honestly, that game that they lost, I feel like was more of a fluke than anything. But yeah, man, they're honestly in form. It'll be nice to see another German team make it through. But honestly, hopefully Napoli makes it through, and I would love to see an Italian team in the final. There's at the moment, I think three teams three Italian teams in the quarterfinals. If one can make it to the final, I think that'll be very huge for their league itself. Uh, but moving on from that game, you know, we have the biggest game. So the biggest winners, the Champions League, Marcus, Real Madrid. How you guys feeling about that tomorrow, man? You going you gonna to treat them like Barcelona? You should know better. <laughs> Excellent finish, Mo Salah. Okay, okay, okay. Them ones, yeah, okay. They saying we got one percent chance, dog, and I'm like, clock. We coming in with our nuts hanging, bro. We don't give a fuck. We gonna play football, man. No Hendo, no Stefan. We finna go out there and put it all on the line. If you, if you, if you want to, if you see an early goal, it might get Barca vibes, man. That's all I gotta say, man. Hey. We gonna go out there and do our thing. Win, lose, or draw, we still getting top four. Let the world know, Marcus, where is this match at? <sighs> the Bernal Bay. Yeah, Death Valley. The White House, as as Jamar says. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck that. Death Valley. You're going to well, like I said, if y'all get a goal early, though, y'all might be in it, though. That might put a little scare in them or something. So scare. I need to call, I need to call Orika. I mean uh, Origi. Get me, yeah. get me get me right. <laughs> that is the finesse of Real Madrid. 
they are so successful we barely recognize they like this because they're a counter-attacking team mm-hmm. because of what barcelona did to the game of football they had to become the best counter-attacking team in the world and even though cristiano is gone bale is gone several pieces the Di maria that helped make them that team they've recharge the lineup and now Vinicius, Rodrigo, these mm-hmm. brothers press with the best of them. We see Valfiti Valverde, he's an issue. So that's what they want. That, didn't that isn't that what happened last time? Weren't I you guys ahead? Hey, really, relax. Yeah, it was up two nil and yeah, then... counterattack city. That's what they want. So on the tactical side, I will say this. Uh, I need somebody to cover that hole for Trent. Vinny's going to go to work. Vinny's not even going to track back. We saw that last match. This motherfucker stayed back the whole time. So there's no reason for Trent to be bombing forward as far as he goes. He need to play that midfield game on the tactical side and then have, I think, I guess we're going to probably have Harvey cover for that brother. I mean, we need to be doubling him. I mean, if we're going to die, it need to be that juju, that man with that juju. Like... (laughs) And that's just straight up. I'm not trying to trying to burn from freaking Vinny or Modric. My midfield should not be exposed by a 36-year-old man. Like, put the young legs out there and let me see what can go. <laughs> hey, man, Modric, Modric still has magic, man. Man, he got them motherfuckers spooked. How you got how you had Hendo them spooked at, at Anfield? That shit confused me. It's the magic of the World Cup, that I guess. Like, we talked about, they still was like, hey, man, we seen him ball with Croatia, man. We know he's still dangerous. Hey, mm. it's the return of Fabinho. Uh, Ten years ago, he made his premiere in the Bernabeu. So, uh, man, yeah. hopefully that can inspire my motherfucking guys, man. Yeah, they had they had my man as a right back at, at, at Los Blancos. But speaking <laughs> of Los Blancos, I know, Clay, this, this is your episode, but I just, I just saw it right there because... One Real Madrid legend is now in Manchester with no class. Another red card shorty. Go ahead, Ephraim. What's going on with your brother, man? Two red cards in the fucking Premier League. Ain't that some shit? Two straight reds, man. Um, The first one might have been a little more justified than this last one. The last one, I thought it should have just been a uh, should have just been a yellow card. But, you know, and I, like I said in the chat, I don't want to hear any more about Anthony Taylor being a Manchester United uh supporter <laughs> at all. I don't want to hear it anymore, y'all. So took the uh, week off. Ah, right, sure. He took the week off to send his own guy off, right? Um, <laughs> See, nah. Gotta balance the books. Yeah. United, United's back. We're back to reality. Chelsea's winning. United oh, winning. Uh, calm you down. Y'all yeah, still in what? Tenth place or something? Tenth place? Oh, we're place? Slowly getting back to reality. Y'all just scored more goals than Marcus Rashford. So chill. Um, so look. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, born game, nil nil draw, uh, against um, Southampton. You kind of saw that coming after Casemiro got sent off. He got sent off in like the 30 something, 30 second minute, maybe. Um, you know, before that, uh, on Thursday, I know Dan doesn't rate the, the Europa League, but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take whatever I can get. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a stoop to that level and uh, played uh, Real Batiz 1 4 1. Uh, score real quick with Mar- Marcus Rashford. Uh, they equalized in the 32nd minute. We look like some shit for a little while. Second half looked like a totally different team. So um, I don't expect us to 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 bow out of the Europa League yet. I think we're going to pull through on the uh, on the second leg coming up on Thursday. Um, 
But yeah, man. I mean, we we got some we got some tweaking to do. So I think this this last Casemiro red card was a four match ban. So it's gonna be a little bit without him. But you know, he can still play in the in the Europa League. Um, I think even I think the FA Cup even counts as uh, uh, against him as well. So I think if the FA Cup games that come up, he won't be able to play in those either. So, um, but we'll see, man. I mean, you know, I think we've got a little humbling, obviously, after that seven 0 loss to Liverpool. Um, and, uh, you know, with this match right here against uh, Southampton, but, uh, I think we'll be all right, man. I- I'm not worried about it. I think we'll still finish in the top four. I'm not worried about Liverpool or, uh, Chelsea in 10th place right now. So seven up. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, you can do seven. Hey, look, you can do seven up all day, but I don't you know. Somebody <laughs> lost to, but we skipped over a Bournemouth game that happened over the weekend. What happened to that one? How come we ain't talk about that that the cherry game? <laughs> Relax. How come we ain't talk about that one? Yeah. Mo Salah missing that penalty that could have uh, equalized. What happened to that? It hit the guy. It hit, a, it hit a pyramid, man. I heard it knocked off the nose of one of the pyramids. He even uh, talking to Ramos. That's what it's looking yeah. like. Yeah. Why come we ain't talk about that one, Clay? Hey, we could have brought that one up to Marcus. Dye that hair back black, man. Look back like Lionel, Lionel Richie, man. What the hey. hell going on? <laughs> Who? Mo Salah, man. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Sonny looking like uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Ron O'Neill from uh, hey man, Superfly. Super hey man, yeah. hey man, yes. hey, he promotes oh, the game, man. He got that baby, he got the baby version with no grease, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. But hey, go. Marcus, you that was cool, his first man. Out of Mo, though. In like, uh, like hey, Marcus, Marcus, you a fool, man, because you already know that if. Mohamed Salah was moving like Lionel Richie on the Commodores and not solo Lionel Richie. He would have banged that, but I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, hey, that was his first miss, man. It, okay. was. it was. They yeah. said out of 20, out of 19 or 20, that was his first miss in the Premier League. I mean, yeah, I was about to say, because Afcon, I, I saw you shook, my G. You sold, you sold, bruh. Wait, hey, I feel you, though, Mark. The laser beams on him. <laughs> But hey, all top clubs know that that shit that, that shit happens to everybody though. You lose to a, a lower side like that every time. That that always happens. So I was about um, to say that's how I jinx, honestly. Yeah. Um, when we smoked, I think we smoked Bournemouth. What was it? Nine zip. The mm-hmm. next game we went out there, we only scored one goal, and again it was on a penalty. So that's why when that happened, I was like, oh yeah, this is a wrap, bro. Like yeah, it is. It, it wasn't a good look, man. Let, let me not. Come on, bro. I, I need positive <laughs> vibes tomorrow. You man, look, you know I don't want y'all to win, so come on now. You know I'm not going to ever, ever root for y'all to win. So Be positive, Marcus. You know, some guys are not in this competition, so they're going to hate. You know, it's okay. But how do you feel tomorrow? Like, give me your prediction tomorrow. How do you think you're going to go out? 3-0, 4-0, 5-0? Because you're not going to go through a no two, nothing. <sighs> Anthony, I told you. I'm, I'm trying to be uh, Dan Stradamus. Flash your dumbest, whatever y'all want to call it. Um, I'm going with 5-1, bro. We inspired by City. We putting the goals up. They can get that. We gonna, hey, look, I feel like this. We're gonna leak one, but we're gonna put that shit on the head top, bro. In the Barnabeo? Wow. We about to have that bitch quiet, bro. Ooh, okay. That's not, that's not a good thing. You said, uh, I know this is random, but please, we're all black. <laughs> this just reminded uh, me, Marcus. I want your thoughts on this because this is your big brother, man. 
Asafa Powell, if you guys don't know, legendary Jamaican sprinter. Marcus, if you guys aren't aware, he was a member of the NSU track team amongst their heights. These brothers were balling. And Marcus, he knows the game. And Asafa Powell was in Ghana, and he said he's surprised at the lack of training facilities for sprinters and for athletics, even though they produce pretty good sprinters because Ghana's tracking team is improving. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say because you said Flash Stradamus and it reminded me of Asafa Powell in Ghana trying to help the youth. So, salute, man. We we need help in Ghana, man. Help. You know, you know I know about the legends, man. I'm always inspired by the legends, man. And speaking of help, I know this is random, but AKT, they're doing something beautiful for the community. Yeah. So, Cladis, let niggas know about the fundraiser. See, I'm saying nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> At the moment, we're having a fundraiser for AKT Sports. So, we'll be dropping a link. You could go in and click on the link, make a donation of your choosing, $50, $100, 10K, whatever you wish. You know, we appreciate it. And this is going to go towards our AKT AAU program, assisting kids with travel, food, and equipment, and anything else they're going to need for the season. So, again, on behalf of AKT, I want to thank you guys for your donation and for always supporting us. For sure. And this isn't no economic lever like like Barca, right? This is really going to the kids. Hey, our official website is ready, which we'll be launching very soon. Again, you guys can see like our full breakdown or some of our volunteer work with the elementary school, our basketball program, as well as the basketball tournament and our scholarship program in general. Everything's going to be up on the website. All legit. You know, we we pay our taxes to the government. You know, all of that good stuff that Barcelona does not do. <laughs> hey, big Everything up, lawful and legal around here. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, that's sir. what's up, Clay. Yes, sir. And, you know, just on a good note, Marcus, I know you're feeling good right now. You, you're telling me it's looking like a 5-2, 5-1 tomorrow. So on top of that, you know, we're just going to roll right into it. MLS Minutes, man. How you feel about that? How you feel about this past weekend? <laughs> You ain't the only one. Welcome to the MLS Minuto. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, I couldn't do the I couldn't do the ML. That, that I, I know my Spanish walls would have butchered me. Um, but yeah, man, we back, man. We back. This week, my three games I watch. <laughs> First off, you already know I watch a uh, Atlanta United. And this week we sp- Smoking on that Charlotte pack, man. That's trash shit. Smoke they ass three zip. Shout out to my young boy. I think he's 19, 18. Uh, young Wiley. He was a, a wing back. Now that boy uh, exclusively on the wing. And he doing his thing. If y'all going to steal my goal of the week, that's that might be my boy. One of my boys, Uh, his first hat trick. So, yeah, that we, we smoked them three zip. Second game I watched was LAFC. You know, I'll be watching the champs. You know, I'm trying to see see if we can match up. Uh they 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 got New England up out the way. I'll let you know that. that okay. They they got them out the way. And Velo didn't even play. They, they so I was about to say this. If 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 nobody uh knows, 
Uh, Vela's pretty old. He was on the team originally when the, they originally came to the MLS, and now they starting to phase the homie out. They got this uh young brother named Upaku or something like that. Mm. Got to look up his origin, but bro got some speed and he can link the play. So don't uh, remind me about Carlos Vela. Don't you know where he was at before he he died? Oh, was he an Arsenal? Uh, oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, what a time to be alive. Please. My man was born in Cancun. You know he was destined to relax. Come on, bro. He you, you that 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 explains his laissez-faire attitude at times. Uh you know that and the third game I watched this week, I'm gonna have to switch it up next week. I can't keep watching DC United, man. This this shit. <laughs> hold on, Marcus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I was looking at the player ratings and how is Christian Benteke walking off the field with a 2.9? Because all he does is hold people and wait for the ball in the box, bro. I was about to go watch this game, too, because I was like, I was in the crib like, I don't got nothing planned today. Let me cop the ticket. But I'm like, man, it's too windy outside. It's too early in the season. And then I'm, I'm watching the highlights. And I'm glad I saved my money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had some chances. They got some. They do got some talent. The dude from Leeds, he's solid. Um, that 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 the what is it? Durkin, uh, that guy, he's solid. The, a couple guys on that team is solid, but um, Benteke, he might need to he that that that's a deep wasted DP spot, bro. And you you got to pay big bread for that shit. Because I'm telling everybody, like, okay, you know, we got Rooney. He's trying to bring in some, you know, some old talent. But, you know, some people that could still play, at least get us, you know, on the table, make the playoff however it goes out here. But I'm looking at these highlights, and I think we're, what, 1-1-1 one, one, and one now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't finish it up. But, yeah, y'all ended up that game ending at 1-1. One, one. Uh, but before we dive back in, I would say that first goal that uh, Orlando got on y'all, that shit was offsides, bro. How can you hit a ricochet and you pass the last defender? I I thought the rule was you had to line up with the last defender. Where is VAR? MLS. Do, yeah, I'm about to ask you that. Do we have VAR in the MLS? What's, what's, yes, what's up with yes, 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 yes. Okay. They do have okay. VAR. So I ain't so gonna lie. So, so it's funny there, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real funny. Okay. All right. Because All right. the MLS refs like to go to the screen. And All then right. they like to come back confused. <laughs> and from what I say a few weeks ago... These brothers don't know how to use rulers. They can't make lines properly. Something wrong with VAR, man. It's a joke all over the place. So, yeah, Benteke thought he had done set up a penalty. This was like his only highlight, Clay. This is probably why he got that, too. So he he uh, he fucked up a header. It bounced off his chest. He tried to kick it, kick it in the uh, back corner. No, 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 no. Goes off a guy's leg, hits off a guy's hand. But the guy hand was like right on his body. I don't even know why they originally called a penalty. They went to that. This is when VAR actually worked. He went to the screen and he came back in five seconds. Like, nah, bro. No. But yeah, they subbed on that Durkin dude and he saved that game for y'all. He uh he got that goal. It was beautiful. Outside the box. That shit looked like something Harvey Wilson would do. <laughs> yeah, he got a 9.6. You know, he he looked really good from the highlights that I've seen. But I just have one announcement to Benteke. I don't be outside like that. But if I hear that you're on Connecticut, it's an issue. 
I need to be hearing about you at practice, putting in, putting in after hours, practice goals, after goals, you know, got an Airbnb next to the practice field. That's what I need to be hearing about. 2.9. Sick, man. Get him, Clay. Get him. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. I'm going to be going to the game no time soon, man. One, one, and one. Get that. Hey, man. hey, look, I will give him that it's early. Sorry, Marcus. I knew it's your moment. My, my fault. I was, I was just going to say it, it is early. Let's let's see in the, like midway how this club look. And then I'm, I'm I'm totally with you on that. To back what you're saying, though, E, I, I think, Clay, maybe midseason, that'll be when you decide about Benteke because I feel like Wayne is still trying to figure out how to play the ball in his spaces that he like. So, because they kept putting the ball in the box. He just couldn't finish it this week. So, give him another week. But before I go into the remaining results of the week, I got some, hey, remember we had a little, I had a little little snippet, you know. I had I had my my my, my insiders out there licking in. We, we, it's back on, fellas. It's back on. And I, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Liano. Liano. You ready to come to Miami? <laughs> hey, they out here saying it might be back on, man. You the the way how this Apple deal set up is crazy. They can option out in the year and re restructure the deal. They yeah. talking about that that the MLS commissioner is already saying he could get a cut. He might could get a cut in the end of Miami ownership. Yeah. He going full Tom Brady if he come over this mother. <laughs> Yeah, I think it. I think it's more likely to happen now because the way PSG crashed out. Um, you guys think any different? Because, like Marcus pointed out, when I learned about that, how they can opt out that Apple deal after a year and restructure it, I'm like, oh yeah, they ready for Messi. I mean, if this if it's about giving him club ownership and some profits off the Apple deal, then yeah, I could definitely see that happen. You shit, hell yeah. If nothing else, one more year in Europe, but I, I don't see that happening. You're right. They they crashed out a little too embarrassing again. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Bring them on. Bring on Messi. Let's go. To be honest, I feel like this, this signing is going to be his wife's signing because she's going to want to go on vacay. I feel like she's tired of playing number two to Messi. They got three boys now. They're all getting old. You know, you had your fun with your little La Liga run, you know, the cheating scandals. But, yeah, she might be trying to push him to come to America so she could relax. And it'll be a good, you know, publicity run for him, you know, just collect a check, little PR stunts here and there, not too much in the spotlight. It's a nice way for him to kind of phase out his career. Hey, man, I, we, we ain't no rumor guys over here, but we heard I heard also from my insider that he might don't want to go home with his wife shop getting uh ramsacked. So that's yeah. another added factor. Yeah, yeah heard about cartel that. wars. They're looking for they looking for him. Yeah, those are cartel wars in Rosario. It's no joke down there right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Hey man, but before we get out of here, man, remaining results, man. We got San Jose. They beat Colorado one zip. What's going on with them guys? <laughs> I ain't been paying attention yet. I told myself I'm gonna start going like maybe closer to the summer for sure. 
Hey man, but we how got far, my bad. How far is the stadium from your crib? Is it like all in good a good distance? Like how Mile High Stadium and all that is? Yeah, so it's funny. Like all I know, Marcus, my bad, y'all. But look, yeah, all the other stadiums, like everything else, is in Denver, right? Like literally in Denver. Uh, what you call it? The uh, Dick Sporting Goods Park is in um Commerce City, which is like North Denver, but it's a different it's a different city. So it's like I don't know, 15, 20 minutes away from me. Uh, that's pretty smooth. I just wanted the people of the D.C. metropolitan area to hear how great cities put everything in close proximity, you know. I'm like, what are you going to have to hear? What? <laughs> and where are yeah, your stadium at? And we do we do have uh, State Farm and uh, the, the bins right next to each other. See, smart. Yeah, that's lit. Wow, well, what what do we got to do, Claytis? We got to go to Maryland for the for the Commanders. We got to go to Chinatown for the Wizards. Then <laughs> <And> we, hey <laughs> man, at least at least we got to go to RFK uh, National Park next to each other. Yeah, that's true. But you know, we ain't going to National Park. Man. Goes there, man. You only go there to get drunk and win this free tickets. Yeah, Juan uh, Soto's gone, my G. I know it ain't not exciting anymore. Scrausberg. It's the last time I was at this. He hurt again. He still hurt. <laughs> yeah, but the remaining results, man, uh, I don't know if I did focus on this, but the expansion team, St. Louis, got a dub on Portland, man. Them boys is out here doing records, man. The first MLS, uh, what is it, expansion team to start the season 3-0. Congrats, man. Uh, we got Austin back on them. Back on the winning tab, they won two one against Salt Lake, Minnesota, and Red and New York Red Bull. They got a draw out here, looking kind of mid so far. Red Bulls, Toronto after beating Atlanta, go up here and get a draw on Columbus. Hey, shout out my boy Nagby on Columbus, man. They won one that thing. Uh, sporting the LA Galaxy, nil. Okay, LA Galaxy, you need new you need new players. Quit road, quit putting out them old guys. Cincy versus Seattle. Cincy got that dub. One zip. Uh, I think this week Chicago had it all because uh, I don't, oh no, Chicago got their ass smoked. Well, they didn't get smoked, but they got they they lost one zip. Man, the Philly. Uh, I haven't heard shit about Shakiri so far, so he might be hurt again. And man, um, what I would say, like I said, my my player of the week and my goal of the week for for the MLS is uh my boy Wiley, man, on ACL United, man. The way how Armada set him up. So so nasty had three players on him. Hey, my boy coming up, came up trailing, back corner, on the run, and we out. Appreciate that, my guy. You know, a lot of goals in the MLS. And since we on that goal, man, we might as well roll into it, man. Champagne goal of the week, fellas. Ephraim, how you feeling? Uh I don't want to take Marcus to shine. I'm I'm gonna do something else. Uh, I'm gonna go with your boy Kai Havertz. His uh, his goal. I think his goal was sweet. Uh, Chelsea against um, against Leicester this weekend. So I'm gonna take his goal for my goal of the week. Appreciate that. You know we haven't scored a lot of goals, so for you to pick from that beautiful three selection and to choose that goal, man, means a lot to me. So moving on to the next guy, Dan. What was your goal of the week here? Hey, man. I know the majority, they agree, but we got to roll with it, man. Pavard Einschweinschweit. Come on, man. 
Huh. I call that one two step. That's Ooh, what y'all. To that, yeah, exactly that karate chop, man. Pavard, man. That's my goal of the week, man. That shit was sweet. <laughs> that was a beautiful goal, man. Anthony, what you got for us today? Hey, man. Even though I just watched the highlight on YouTube, I gotta go with my boy Cancelo, man. That joint was beautiful. Very uh creative from a, a right back in a back three formation, showing that he could fit right in with. City, if he decides to come back, so that's what I like to call the thugged out, pissed off goal. Wow, how aggressive he was! Yep, even look how the team, his teammates were around him celebrating. He was, yeah, looking it was just kind of shocked. He was looking straight, <laughs> assassin. He was just shocked at first, and it was like, oh, shit. but now, nah, Marcus, what you got for us, man? Okay, since he already went karate, I'm gonna give some respect. To somebody we ain't really speak on, Clay. You 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 glimpsed over it, but hey, KK, you was cooking, bro. You wanted blood against Atlanta. I, I I'm giving him his goal, my goal of the week, dog. I respect that. I respect it. You know, and thank you, Claytis. By the way, you could have had KK on your Cristiano five aside team, but you spared me because I saw an interview of him in his hood back in the day. They asked him Messi. Or Cristiano, and he said Ronaldo smiling. Oh yeah, send me that clip. Send me that clip. I need, I need to send him the the newsletter package. You know, <laughs> package to the Cristiano team. But now, nah, man, again, I, I appreciate you guys for choosing. You know, the Chelsea goals and the Bayern goals, and just out of respect for you guys, my goal of the week is gonna have to be that Kevin De Bruyne goal today, man. That was nah, yeah, that was a big like goal. that was that was really really like a statement goal, like because the way he put up that one, and he he turned around slowly. I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, that that's one of those. Yeah, fuck you, Pep. Yeah, that's another thugged out, pissed off goal. Those are the goals when you got to prove a point to the coach. For sure, man. That, that, before, oh, go ahead. Before we go. I want your thoughts. Uh, Marcus put this in about how Nigelsman wants to reinvent the system with Bayern. They've been playing mostly 4-2-3-1 the last 10 plus years. What are y'all thoughts on this? Because I want to know because Anthony, you already know waterboard style. Tactically, we love this type of stuff. And it does look like the back three is coming back with these bigger teams trying to dominate the ball. So, what do you guys think about this? That City and Byron are moving to a back three now. I think oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Ant. Uh, I'll just say real quick. Uh, I was actually gonna give credit to, um, the advancement of the fullback position, and I was gonna mm-hmm. attribute it to Liverpool for real, and just how their fullbacks uh played a f- big part in their, um, I guess chasing City and even their Champions League win, just Trent and uh Robertson, and now and how. Pep had to mimic that with what we had, and you see Byron doing it, moving to a back three. But uh, Cancelo also had an assist to Davies in that in that same match. You know what I'm saying? So the the fullback position is kind of changing. So um, the the attacking prowess of that position is allowing teams to move into this back three is not um I guess a defensive or something. It's more fluent and fun and attacking, and uh, it's, it's tight. I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I, even I, I don't think United necessarily line up that way, but during, you know, play and when they have possession, uh, they do that as well. They'll put a fullback 
like the midfield, Juan Basako going to midfield or Dalo if he's on the right or Luke Shaw as well. Uh, I think it, it goes to what we said about the the fullbacks and the wingers and how 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 wingers have kind of been uh, the true wingers been obsolete in a way, but it's given rise to what we see now with this back three and a lot of these fullbacks pushing up into the midfield, inverting a lot, a lot more. And you always see somebody, you always see a back three, whether it's two uh, two center backs and a fullback, or or maybe like you know some some players some teams have three fullbacks. I mean, excuse me, four three uh, center backs back there. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I will be ready for Klopp to get three center backs, okay? I would love that. I mean, you but have already I, my tip, Konate Van Dyke. It's ready. Yeah, they, he doesn't put it on the pitch. I, shit, I'd love to see it tomorrow, shit. Um, but I would say I do appreciate that, and I, I agree a bit. Like, I feel like Trent mainly – like look at mainly who who plays the fullback positions now. Like um Cancelo. Look at fucking Arsenal's style of guy. Like he gets up. Like so I mean Zachinko. So like all those guys in that position now they getting forward, getting forward. And I think in Byron's case, the three in the back saves Delit because Delit to me hasn't been the same since that injury. Um, but and also I think. Like, if you see Van Dyke, when they play for – when he plays for the Netherlands, it's in the back three. And with – who is it? Uh, Mr. Auxiliary, he's just Mr. Cutting. Pivotal? Nathan Aki on the left or or on the right, you mean Timber? Yeah, but that, I, say, I say, like, it's just, like, it allows those star center backs just be stoppers or cleanup guys because yeah. they got the – they let the other guys be the legs. So, like, I do think that's a better way to defend. And if you look at those teams, those teams don't concede as much as the teams that's still out here playing four three three, or 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 some advancement of that. So um, I do think that may be the way of the future. That would be funny if everybody in the league adjusted to a three five three five three. Would it be? Is my math right? Um, so yeah, if they three adjust- four three. Yeah, yeah. So if they adjusted to that uh, in some type of different way, uh, it'll be cool to see see that a different era. Then yeah. No, that's a great insight. And honestly, for me, being somebody who's watched Byron for so many years and being so used to like that four, two, three, one formation playing in myself, it's it's nice to see that Byron is trying to evolve into a new system. I still feel like the team is best playing that four, two, three, one because that's the team's DNA. But I'm open to all suggestions. I think like Nagelsmann has the right players to play the back three moving forward. So I'm open to seeing how it's going to work out. I still feel like in certain games, you know, the back four is going to be the best way to go about it. Like you said, Delight is not the best player to play in the back three. He's better with a partner in the four. So it'll be it'll be good to see how that goes moving forward. If they win the Champions League pen, playing the back three, then, you know, the everybody's going to praise it. You know, he's going to get all the awards for that. But it'll be interesting. Yeah, man. That's why I want. City to win the Champions League. I want Pep to keep this three two four one alive. I need a masterclass video from Pep telling <laughs> us that we that he was like you all said that I couldn't do it, and then I did it. It's probably already <laughs> out there. Knowing Pep, it's probably something I practice. He probably been telling them, "Yeah, I'm gonna win it this way. We're gonna play this way. We're winning this way." You know, Pep. <laughs> nah, man, but. Again, fellas, I appreciate you guys on this episode of Champagne Soccer. 
Thank you for letting me have the shine. Chelsea, like we said, three P, three goals, another win. United didn't win. You know, BAU, business back to calm you. Calm down. Calm down. Keep from, <laughs> Keep from Dan, Marcus, Anthony, anything you guys want to add before we sign out here? Nah, man. Bless up. Chelsea is back, I guess. Good. Uh, Chelsea's in 10th place. That's what I'll say. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, we're in the Champions League surviving, man. I appreciate that. Another day, <laughs> another day, and we back to normal. Until next time, keep them pinkies up. We holler at y'all. Chelsea like Unfrom Den Sighting Platz. <laughs>